That was way better than Kurt Angle and Sensational Sherry, dude. <laughs> Again, let's not get carried away. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream rise to the top. Oh, yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully possible. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Made sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 357 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. <gasps> my name is Jeff, and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother. Not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, are you stuffed from Thanksgiving? Dude, about to explode. Gorged yourself? Yes. If I was a soda, I'd be a can of explode. No, there was Splode Soda? Eh, that was from like a TV show way back in the day. Which TV show? Mm, I don't remember. I just remember like it was like a dummy commercial in the TV show. The soda was called Splode. It was supposed to be a uh, like a play on Surge. But oh. It was called Splode. If anybody remembers the TV show, hit me up because I forgot what it was. I just remember it was a dummy commercial inside of a TV show. Anyway, <laughs> dumb joke. I actually have an omission from last week. <gasps> what did you do? This is kind of a follow-up slash omission to Justin Summers' question that he sent in about uh, top five albums. Okay. So I went on and on earlier this year, if you'll recall, around April, going on and on about this masterpiece from Ghost called Impera. Okay. So I get a call from my wife tonight as I'm leaving uh, Costco, and she says, we have to have a discussion. And to all of you men out there who have a significant other... When you get a phone call or a face-to-face and that significant other says, we need to have a discussion, usually the shit's about to hit the fan. (laughs) Well, my wife, the MILF that she is. My wife. My wife, huge ghost (laughs) fan that she is, is like, we need to have a discussion. I'm like, oh, crap. First thought is, what did Peyton do? Second thought is, shoot, did I do something? Well... She starts, she proceeds with the conversation and says, uh, wait, because the conversation was going to happen now. She says, I heard your bit on Fully Posable about top five albums. And weren't you just calling Impera a masterpiece? And I'm like, okay, A, thank God I didn't do anything major. Thank <laughs> God Peyton didn't do anything major. And see how dare I forget about Impera as my top five albums. So do I need to replace one? Nah, I'm just going to call it a top six and throw Impera in there and leave Faith No More as an honorable mention. So that is my follow-up slash omission to Justin Summers' question of last week's top five favorite albums. I was thinking about that question as well over the week because I, ha- you know, I have to go through and edit the show. So I listened to the question over and blah, blah, blah. One album I forgot, Anthrax's Sound of White Noise. Oh, yeah, that one's really good. So good. That was one album I was sitting there and I was like, oh, I could have said Sound of White Noise. Luis Rivera hit me up, and he said Impero was on his list, too. Yeah, that was just a huge brain fart on my part. Um, I probably could pick an album out of the top five to bump for Impera, but I'm just going to call it a top six. All right, all right. Well, you got your top six in. Yes, top six. By the way, yes, 
I did ask for a Jermaine Jackson tape. Leave me alone. I was five, six years old. I had a couple of people hit me up, go, I didn't even know Jermaine Jackson was a thing. Oh, oh, come on now. Which actually made me chuckle, but... Yeah, I mean, come on. The Jackson 5, the Jackson Victory Tour from 1985 that was a huge fiasco. Really? We didn't know about Jermaine? He's the forgotten one. Everybody remembers Michael, Janet, and Tito. Yeah, and Tito. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Nobody remembers Tito. Dude, I had forgotten there was a Tito Jackson until you just mentioned him. Everybody only remembers the dad, Michael, and Janet. That's it. Pretty much. Let's just be honest. Pretty much. Yep. So, yes, I did ask for a Jermaine Jackson album, so leave me alone. (laughs) And until you said that, I didn't remember that Jermaine Jackson actually had a solo album. Yep, I asked for it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you were asking for it, all right, Uh, getting that thing. I don't even remember one song off of it. I should just go onto uh, YouTube and just start playing some songs off of it. Your ears are still pissed at you for that. I made up for it with Nelson, though. (laughs) Oh, yeah, okay. What? They say so. My ears were like, you are forgiven my child <laughs> all right if you say so this track of after the rain is absolutely amazing mm-hmm. and i'm like i'm like ears yes <laughs> you're welcome ears you're welcome ears <laughs> here's more nelson for you <laughs> uh if anybody would like to get any of our shirts head on over to pro wrestling tees or what a maneuver dot now you can follow us on twitter youtube snapchat and the book of faces at fully posable instagram fully posable wf by the way, is there a lot of people leaving Twitter? Well, yeah, and not just like people that have a Twitter account, but like employees as well. Yeah, I knew about the employees. That's been like, huge news out here. But I'm talking about like people on Twitter. Twitter is there? Are they people deactivating their accounts and stuff? Uh, I think so. Yeah, but look, dude, I've been leaving Twitter. <laughs> I was leaving Twitter before leaving Twitter was cool. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Do it before it's cool. You can go back and listen to any of our past podcasts on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate and review on iTunes. Please do that. And you can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send it on over to fullyposablewfp at gmail.com. All right, Scott, did you get anything new recently? Uh, No, I did get a notification that BBTS got in my G.I. Joe Classified Zorana figure. So that'll be on the way. So she'll join the uh, pile of loot with Zaymot, Sergeant Slaughter, and I think that's it. So three figures in my pile of loot right now. Okay. Nice, dude. The only thing I picked up this past week was, well, you got it for me. It was the Ultimate Warrior Superstars figure. Yep. Sitting here on the bar waiting for you. For some reason, that Series 2 just did not hit. I Like, I had trouble finding it. Like, the only one I'm missing out of it, because I've had to piece it together, is now Scott Hall. Okay, I've never even seen Hall, never seen Nash. The only one I've seen at retail is Warrior. Yeah, because I have Michaels. I now have Nash because Walmart threw it up at the last second. Now I need just Scott Hall. May get two, one to keep in package, one to open, but we'll see. Because I'm thinking about just opening these Superstars figures. They're going to look good in the detail. Scott, also a lot of people are upset with me because I have not played Shitty Flute lately. Here, I thought you were going to say because of Jermaine Jackson. No, they were upset with me about that one. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody except for Jermaine Jackson. He's thrilled. So, I must serenade everybody. Oh, good. The slide whistle did its job last week. 
I went on to look for an auto tune, but none of them looked cool. Wait, looked cool? Looked like they would be even like cool to even bring onto the air. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, I mean, we are a podcast, dude, so nobody's actually seeing what you're doing. Oh, that's true. Okay. Yeah. I mean, when we go to YouTube, then, th- you know, that's a game changer. But <laughs> until then, could you imagine doing an entire episode in auto tune? I need to do this. Like, we could just sing. We could sing the entire episode, and it would sound amazing. Like, even better than Jermaine Jackson. Hey, don't knock Jermaine Jackson, man. Well, he didn't have autotune. That's true. He would have yeah. been. He would have been so much better. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he would have been debarge level. That man was ahead of his time. Okay. I don't think you know what ahead of your time means. No, I, I, I do. Jermaine Jackson is it. He's the. I see. He is the cornerstone of ahead of your time. Oh, I see. Okay. Yep. yep. Okay, not superstar Billy Graham. Jermaine Jackson. No, actually, to be honest, Macho and Dynamite Kid were ahead of their time. Mm, I don't know. They got decorated in the WWF pretty well. But they were putting on matches that would be equivalent to today's matches, like an AEW. I don't know if they were ahead of their time. I think they were trendsetters. They started a trend in the WWF because then, what, six, seven years later, Bret Hart became world champion? True. So I think maybe they were trendsetters and not necessarily ahead of their time. Got it. All right, all right. I'll go with you on that. But I don't know where you're coming at with Jermaine Jackson. He definitely would have benefited from auto-tune. Had there been auto-tune in 85, which I don't think that there was, he could have been like DeBarge level. (laughs) DeBarge. Yeah. That was way better than Kurt Angle and Sensational Sherry, dude. <laughs> Again, let's not get carried away. <laughs> I was, I'm was i ahead of my time, dude. <laughs> uh, you might be. You might be. In terms of wrestling figure podcasts that play shitty flute, I think you're definitely ahead of your time. Thank you, wrestling figure maniacs. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Oh, good stuff, dude. That's my well pa- done. That's my Paul Stanley shitty flute voice. <laughs> well done. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if you got out of tune that? Okay, I think I'm going to just buy that shitty microphone. Every instrument I have, I should just call it shitty. So, like, I have a shitty slide whistle. <laughs> you know, shit like that. I got, right, I got, right. I, I definitely have a shitty kazoo. I know that one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the shitty Mark. button. <laughs> oh, good. That's still here. Oh, it's right here, dude. I got it right here on my workstation. Good to know. All right, let's just get into news. Let's just get into it, man. Enough goofing around. <laughs> Since when? Look at you goofing around on this show already. <laughs> my gaggle of instruments. That's a good word, gaggle. Yes, good I word. just made it up. Nice job. All Thank right, you. in the news, Powertown. Stan Hansen rope is actually made from rope material. That's pretty damn cool. Yeah, how cool is that? Don't forget, well doesn't matter now the pre-orders are all done but i hope you guys jumped in on it uh no they are coming back for a week <gasps> oh they are stay tuned yeah you got to jump on their social media they're coming back for one week i believe at the end of this month 
Oh. So definitely jump on their social media. They're bringing back the pre-orders, but they are limited time. Power Town's doing some good stuff over there. All right, let's move over to Asylum. Well, their pre-orders for their figures, their five figures, I should say, just went up on this past Friday. They also announced the fifth figure in the series, and it is none other than Buff Bagwell. Buff Bagwell will be paired with Scott Norton to replicate Vicious and Delicious. Told you it was going to be a tag team. From WCW, or a good call on that, by the way. So the five figures, Road Warriors, Vicious and Delicious, and Earl Hebner are all available on AsylumWrestlingSuperstore.com. Just do a Google search for Asylum Wrestling Superstore. You can pick them up there. I love that they did a huge left turn on the last two names in that assortment. I mean, you've got the Road Warriors, then you've got a ref, Earl Hebner. Everybody's like, okay, well, I said right off the bat, it's got to be a tag team. But I did not have Vicious and Delicious on my tag team card for them. And I love it. That's a great call. I mean, why not? Buff Bagwell had a huge fan following. Same for Norton. So that's great. Let's see how they do. So my question to you is, out of the five, how many are you pre-ordering? I'm just getting the Road Warriors. Just getting the Road Warriors? Yeah. Again, it's just the budget. If I could get all five, I definitely would. I think that they're great. I love them. I love the soft goods shirt on Earl Hebner. Uh, of course, love the Road Warriors, but I mean, I don't have a Vicious and Delicious shelf in my Detolf, but I do have a Road Warriors shelf. So definitely picking up those Road Warriors for sure. Um, I love to point out too that the Buff Bagwell figure also could double as your 1997 Scott Toon action figure. Oh, minus man. the muscles, of course. Yes, yeah, Scott Toon had the goatee. Um, he He did not look like CM Punk beat up. <laughs> no but i had the same hairstyle i had the goatee i did not have any of the muscles that buff did but i was the stuff yes you were the stuff i was the stuff in fact i think you uh named your aol instant men- messenger name that did i really uh probably god what's wrong with me <laughs> anyways so check out asylum wrestling superstore to get those pre-orders in all right let's head on over to mattel the only thing that they dropped this past week Pre-orders went live for everyone's favorite Logan Paul Ultimate. Pre-order, as I said, went live this past Friday, November 25th. Three heads total, sunglasses, chain, and jacket that has Paul in the back. Black and yellow design. So if you are in the hunt for any of those Logan Paul figures, get your pre-order in at Mattel Creations. I think the alternate heads look fantastic. Not a big fan of the one that they showed on the figure, but the two alternate heads, outstanding job. 100%. So I did not pull any questions from the Wrestling Figs message board. So I apologize this week. I'll get to them next week. That was my fault. Uh, if you like, Scott, I can try to uh, do a Steve Ozer. Uh, you mean like have some papers fly in? Da! <laughs> Steve? What? <laughs> How many letters are in dear? <laughs> I hit backspace a couple times. <laughs> I spelled it wrong. I spelled eight I, times. I spelled D E A R. Also spelled D E R. Oh wait, D E E R. D E R E. Yeah, D E R E. Oza. <laughs> Please tell me why the big green belt is not the same as the J N. I'm just kidding. Don't mock the questions. That's uh, wrong. I'm sorry. Shame on you. Although that is funny. <laughs> Be happy. It's a beautiful title. 
Oh, it is a beautiful title. All right, Scott, that was a quick opening. All because I forgot to pull the questions. See, see what happens when we don't pull the questions from the message boards. They yes, they are the ones that are getting the information from for us. And I boo booed this week. Oops. Oops. My bad. I mean, we do have the magic of editing. You could go on right now. Pause the show for like 10 minutes. Pull a few questions and come back on. But you know what? A, it's Thanksgiving. And B, Chinese New Year. Fully posable New Year. Yep. Oh, speaking of that, we have our top 10 coming up too. Oh, crap. We do. I got to put that list together. I've been bad about that this year. Uh, Oh, man. That's going to be interesting. It is. It really is. Like last year was easy. Because April of last year, I already knew what number one was going to be. Well, you didn't pick Vader as number one. I know, but it made it easier because I had a clear cut. So then it was a matter of, okay, if there's a figure that tops this, that's fine. But at least I knew my number one figure, like that was the bar. Sergeant Slaughter came along and, you know, that became the dude. But at least I knew my number one early. This year, man, I don't know. You don't know what you're going to do, huh? Yeah, I honestly don't know what I'm going to do this year. So, man, I've got to go do some research on that. Are we going 10? Are we going to increase it to 15? Uh, We're increasing it to 11. Oh, we're turning it up to 11. Yeah, like Spinal Tap. I see. Okay. We go to 11. Okay. That's our big compromise. We had talked about 15 or 20. And you're like, no, because of Spinal Tap, we go to 11. Do you remember on uh, Spinal Tap when they got lost going to the stage? That was so good. (laughs) That was so good. That was terrific, dude. <laughs> I would love to see that happen at WrestleMania one year where they're backstage with like, I don't know, Sami Zayn and he gets lost. That's what happened with Hogan and Hall and Nash at WrestleMania 31. They got lost going to the stage, dude. It was a total Spinal Tap moment. <laughs> at least those guys, like that's like their excuses. They're old. Like that was like legit. <laughs> yeah. Like that really happened. All right. We're going to get into WWE Elite Series 65. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's talk about it. We get into WWE Elite Series 65. Of course, we want you guys to head on over to WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Over there, you can find almost every wrestling figure ever made over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. But for this week, we want you guys to head on over to the WWE Main Elite Line section. Go to 51 to 100. Scroll down just a tad bit, and you'll see something that says Series. And go ahead and look. click the drop-down, and you'll want to click number 65. And then follow along as Scott reads off this list. Again, that's all over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. All right, what you got for number 65? Well, first off, when you head over to Dylan's site, make sure you smash that donate button. Also, to kind of go backwards a little bit, back to that Powertown news about the pre-orders going live again. They're live for 12 days starting November 25th. Friday. Well, so rewind two days ago. Pre-orders went live again, and they're good for 10 more days. So if you missed out, jump back in. So let's start up with Mattel WWE Elite Series 65. First up, Aiden English. He was your variant in this set. Aiden came with sunglasses, a mic, soft goods shirt, scarf, and the variant was an all-black scarf. Next up, Eric Young. He came with a face covering and hooded jacket accessory. Also, it was pointed out to us that there was new molding for his boots. Because yep. the tongue was kind of thrown down and the tops of them were flared out. 
that was a new molding specifically for that Eric Young figure. Next up, this was an instant Hall of Famer for Jeff and I. Nia Jax came with three total heads. One of them was that purple and white braid or pink and white braid head that we said was the best woman's figure of all time and instantly went into our Fig Life Hall of Fame. Roman Reigns came with the white icy title. Ronda Rousey, she was in her street clothes or contract signing look, came with a contract and breakaway table. She was wearing a jacket that was not removable. Rusev, this is from his Rusev Day gimmick era, came with a key and a Rusev Day cloth shirt. Last up, the Walmart exclusive. We talked about those store exclusives that began a few series ago. Sensational Sherry was the one for this set. Again, Walmart exclusive. She was in her WrestleMania 6 look. Purple soft goods robe under the robe. Purple and black wrestling attire again from WrestleMania 6. And Jeff, that rounds out WWE Mattel Elite Series 65. Didn't she wear that purple and black attire during her AWA days as well? I believe she did, yeah. Yes. Good memory. Favorite figure out of the series? Oh, I've got to go Eric Young, man. That The boots, just to, to mold the boots the way that they did was very cool. And the tattoo work on it was amazing. I love the accessories between the scarf and the jacket. I'm going Eric Young on this. Going Eric Young. I, I'm going to have to say Nia Jax. Just the figure was so good at the time. Uh, the heads that came with the figure were much better than the head that came on the figure. Uh, totally agree. Yes. What kind of we talked about that with the Logan Paul figure too. Exactly. The pink and white braids. I think that was the one that we just raved about. Yeah, very specifically, it was that one that was like, oh my gosh, they've shrunk down Nia Jax. Uh, that's my second favorite figure in this assortment. I okay. just think that Eric Young was just so good. And the boot molding really just kind of kicked it over the top. The tattoo work was incredible. But that Nia, I mean, it, she's got to be in the conversation still for best female figure of all time, right? I would say so. Yeah, definitely. All right. We have some eBay listings. Aiden English with the glasses Mike pulled the regular and the variant last sold eBay prices as well. So for the regular, last sold eBay listing was November 7th for $4.99 on one bid. Uh-oh. That means we have a new and new line, and it is the Aiden English line. Oh, poor Aiden. He beat out or lost, however you want to look at it. To Jack Gallagher by one penny. Oh, dude. So Aiden, Aiden. Aiden English is now the new bar at $4.99. Put it in the books. We have a new champion, folks. The variant last sold eBay listing was sold on October 13th for 25 bucks on a buy it now. So kind of redeemable with that. A little bit. Yeah, I would say so. Eric Young with the new tooling for the boots, tongue, face covering, hooded jacket. Last old eBay listing was October 17th. Buyer wanted $30, but accepted $25. Nia Jax with the three total heads. One of the heads had the purple and white braids, as I had mentioned earlier. Last old eBay listing was November 11th for $5.02 on six bids. Oh, that's so close. Dude, we almost had like, two new champions like it's like a 24 oh. the series was almost like the 24 7 title yeah right <laughs> it's changing hands left and right dude, in serious? one show in one show dude <laughs> roman reigns white ic title last sold ebay listing was november 3rd for 24 dollars 99 on a buy it now 
Ronda Rousey with the contract and the breakaway table. Last sold eBay listing was November 7th for $14.99 on a buy it now. Now, let's not forget, I do want to point out one thing as you're going down this list of prices because these are all pretty cheap. You could get these at GameStop for like five bucks. Or Big Lots. Uh, yeah, Big Lots was 10 But at GameStop, at one point, they had like a 50% off and then another 50% off crazy sale. These were between 5 and $10. So I can see why the values on these are so low. Rusev with the key Rusev Day cloth shirt. Last sold eBay listing was September 25th for $18.99 on a buy it now. And Sensational Sherry Walmart exclusive purple gown underneath was her wrestling attire. Last sold eBay listing was November 21st for $34.99 on a buy it now. Wow. That seems really low to me for somebody that hasn't had a ton of wrestling figures. That just seems low. It's funny seeing these prices compared to last week's prices. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, these are way lower. But again, I don't remember seeing a ton of those last series at GameStop on clearance. But this series specifically, I remember being on clearance there. Yeah. So that rounds out WWE Elite Series 65. All right, Scott, for our last segment, I just put down a multitude of segments. And what I'm going to do is we're just going to do random segments that we usually like to end the show with. So we'll do a couple of them. Obviously, the one that I love, the new one that we're playing, is Can You Last a Minute? Oh, man. You get to play that again. I love this game. Oh, good times. It's like a fully posable feast. That Straight Shoot podcast, they pop up on my YouTube shorts and stuff like that. They've actually modified their game. They're just not guessing wrestlers, but they have to guess wrestlers as a certain thing. For example... Tonight I was watching one and they had one where they said, you have to guess this wrestler doing this specific thing. Oh my gosh. And they popped up and it was Miz dressed as the rock. Oh my gosh. So he, so the guy started guessing, he goes, is it any form of the rock? And he said, technically, yes. So then he started guessing rock in a movie, rock in uh, promoting a movie that, you know, he was promoting Scorpion King, you know, he's just throwing out guesses. He never guessed Miz, you know, Miz as Rock. Oh, wow. But like, what a way to ask a question of, does it have anything to do with the Rock? Like, exactly. that has to come out of left field. And he only goes a minute? Yeah, you only had to guess a minute. The oh, other, my gosh. The one I was laughing at is they chose Vacant. <laughs> you know Vacant? Whenever yes. The, whenever the title goes Vacant, you know, his silhouette appears? Yes. So they said, okay, has he ever held a championship? And he goes, Yeah. he's held pretty much every title in wrestling is he currently active i don't know (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i don't know if this guy's active or not you know so anyways uh they started modifying the game and making it a little bit more difficult so it's actually been kind of fun watching that so that's nice that's all over at the straight shoot podcast scott yes i'm going to have you remove your earbuds Mm -hmm. okay tell me when go ahead and then i'll finger you to come back on Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> okay, go ahead and remove them now. Okay. Rock and Roll Express, Jack's Classic. All right, I just fingered you in the pea gland, so Scott. <laughs> in the what? In the pea gland. My urethra, Franklin? <laughs> Disgusting. The password is... You have one minute to guess this tag team two-pack. Are you ready? Ooh. Hold on, let me think. Gotta start the watch. No, you don't. I'm going to start now. No, you don't. I mean, wait, hold on. 
What's that over there? What's what over there? Look, what what is that over there? What, what are you doing? I'm, I'm thinking. I'm distracting you. Well, you did a good job. Well, I'm gonna have to start this stopwatch now. Remco's. No. LJN's. No. Uh, classic superstars. Yes. Demolition two pack. No. The Rockers two pack. No. Were they from the WWF? No. Oh, Hollywood Blondes. Nope. Midnight Express. No. Oh crap. Uh, uh, I was gonna say Brainbusters, but they were. Um, 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 um. Oh crap. Why am I drawing a blank on the classic superstars line? Wyndham and Luger. No. Oh man, were they Four Horsemen? No. Uh, Hall and Nash two-pack? No. Oh, crap. Uh, uh, oh, my gosh. You got 13 seconds. Rock and Roll Express two-pack. Very good. Very good. Oh, okay. Very good. You got that in 52 seconds. Well done. I was The next one was going to be the Russians. Oh, that would have been a good guess as well. Yeah, that was coming after the Rock and Roll Express. That was my next guess. And then after that, I was tapped out. <laughs> you wouldn't know what to do after that, huh? I would have no idea because I guessed <laughs> I thought all of them that weren't WWF. <laughs> well, well done, dude. Good job. Thank you. I'm glad did, I got one. Did it make it easier that it was a two pack? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. And all then right. once I knew where to narrow it down to, and then you, knowing that it was not WWF, that really narrowed it down. You know what? I could have said, you know, when you asked is it WWF, I could have said ish because they did wrestle in the WWF, you know, around. Was it Survivor Series 93 or 4 or something like that? Or Well, they also came back in 97. And then they came back in 97, well, yeah. Ni- yeah, 97, 98, somewhere in there. Correct, correct. So I could have said ish there, but I was focusing more on the NWA. Yeah, no, I got you. And that, well, I guess they always had the same look. I was like, oh yeah, that was the NWA look, but that was their WWF-ish look also. Yep, exactly. Well, good job, dude. I'm happy for you. Thank you. I feel accomplished. Good job, man. You want to do another one? Uh, what other games you want to play? No, you want to do another uh, Can You Last a Minute? Oh, um... Do you want to do wrestling or wrestler? No, no, no. Let's keep it wrestling figure. Wrestling figure? I will say two packs definitely makes it easier. Okay. Um, But it doesn't have to be a two pack. But I would say that that definitely narrows it down. But it doesn't have to be a two pack. But yeah, I'll play again. You'll play again? I guarantee I'm not going to get this one. Okay. Uh, Well, let's see. Let's give it a shot. All right, go ahead and remove your earbuds now. Okay, finger me when you're ready. Okay, got it. Luscious Johnny Valiant, L-J-N. Scissoring would also be acceptable. I also, that's actually my next thing. Um, I like how you palm them. You palm your earbuds so I, you don't hear. because Yeah, it, so I can't hear the... But it looks like a cat when it's like in a loaf. <laughs> it, it looks like that. It's kind of cute. Anyways, <laughs> it's adorable. It's my regal cat position. All right. Are you ready, Scottoon? To play, can you last a minute? I'm ready. I'm going to start the stopwatch now. LJN. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, is this wrestler deceased or alive? Deceased. Bam Bam Bigelow. No. Hmm. Adrian Adonis. No. Harley Race. No. Oh, crap. Uh, okay. Uh, Big John Studd. No. Jimmy Snuka. No. King Kong Bundy. No. Iron Sheik. No. I'm sorry. Nikolai Volkov. No. Oh, crap. Uh, Do they come in a tag team box? No. Okay. Black card? No. Male or female? Male. Male, deceased. Macho Man Randy Savage? No. Mean Gene? No. 
Was it in a manager's assortment? Yes. Mr. Fuji? No. Bobby Heenan? No. J- uh, uh, Jimmy V? Johnny V? You are correct. Very good, dude. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Dude, you got it in 50 seconds. Great job. I was going big names first. You did. You're a... going. Uh, you're going kind of deep track on that. I went a little deep track on that, but I knew if you asked that manager question, I knew you'd get it. Well, yeah, because then you start burning through them. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You do. <laughs> you start going through. You're like, okay, Albano, Fuji, Blassie. You just start going yeah. through. Yeah. Yeah, and I was immediately thinking the Sheik Volkov tag team set, and that's why I said Iron Sheik. We not dead. We know that. Thank goodness. I wasn't even thinking. I was so focused on your question. I wanted to say yes or no. And then I was like, wait. And, and I do try to keep it yes or no questions for the most part. Did you see the uh, the Iron Sheik tweet from earlier this week? Yeah, it said it looked like Jake Roberts' hotel room in 1986. From all the snow. God bless the internet to let Iron Sheik tweet. <laughs> I love it. Well, dude, good job, man. Got You went two for two tonight. Congratulations. All right. I'm going to do one more game. We are going to play Godfather's Hat real quick. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. So I am going to shuffle them up. I don't have... I got a hat on my head. I could just use that. All right. I forgot I was wearing one. The Godfather's Hat spit out Ricky Steamboat Hasbro, the dragon. Oh. Oh. Oh, boy. That is not a good sound. Eh. Eh. Do we go into points of articulation on this one, or I just describe the figure? You describe the figure. You can... We usually do give it a score. We kind of just mix. Yeah, it becomes kind of a mishmash of games, really. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. So this one hurts, dude, because I might be Ricky Steamboat's biggest fan. He's in my top three of all time. It's HBK, Steamboat, and Savage. Those are my my big three. And I love Ricky Steamboat, dude. I love it. Like that LJN figure that came out, I played with that thing relentlessly. I, I don't even know if that figure took a pin. Maybe it did from outside interference, but... That figure won so many matches, which is why when the Hasbro figure came out and it was that, I don't want to call it a crappy gimmick, but it was kind of a crappy gimmick. I I didn't care for the fire breathing dragon thing. Uh, Very gimmicky. And I was getting kind of tired of all that. Like the whole Saba Simba thing with Tony Atlas, that was embarrassing. He was good enough on his own to get by without all that crap. Uh, Tony Atlas and Ricky Steamboat. I can say at least he didn't have his kid with him. (laughs) So there was that. But the whole fire-breathing dragon thing, I'm sure it was great. It was a cool look for kids. I'm sure it sold action figures and foam hands and shirts, but it wasn't for me. I was an old-school Ricky Steamboat fan, so when he came out with that gimmick, it was... I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere. He wasn't going to win titles with that gimmick, and I knew exactly what it was, and I hated it for it. So, which is why I was thrilled when we went back to the NWA and started winning titles again, but... This figure represents that fire-breathing dragon gimmick. And while the accessory of the the wings is cool, it's a good likeness. I mean, the costume, I can say what I want about it, but the job that they did representing that costume on the figure was spot on. Again, I love the wing accessory. The headpiece was fine. It all looked good. It was a, it was a good Ricky Steamboat, that gimmick dragon figure. But I've got feelings about that gimmick. That's why I dislike it. Also, it's Jumpy Pose, which we've all heard me and also you, Jeff, rant about the Jumpy Pose. It's our least favorite. So all of that said, if you're looking for the fire-breathing dragon gimmick, you're looking for a figure of that, 
the defining moments is the one I would probably go to. But this one will do as well. But because I just, I feel so strongly against that gimmick, I hated it so much. This has become one of my least favorite Hasbro figures. But I've got to I've got to be fair, right? I can't let if I'm going to go points of articulation, I can't let feelings get in the way of that. I've got to be objective and and give it a fair score. And also, I guess I have to put aside my my dislike. I don't want to call it hatred, just dislike of the jumpy pose. Because for some guys, it does make sense. Dragon, it completely makes sense. Made sense for Jimmy Snuka too. So, ugh. all that said, good likeness, good job on the costume, decent accessory with the dragon wings. Ugh. Ugh. As much as I hate to do it, I'll I'll go upper middle of the road. I'll give it a 7.4. Okay. Like you disliked that gimmick. It was terrible. I hated it. I did too. It wasn't going to win titles. I mean, yeah, it was cool for the kids. You know, oh, this dude just came out and just spit gasoline fluid up into this <laughs> stick and just lit a uh, fire and stuff. That's cool. But for us diehard Ricky Steamboat fans that saw him win the IC title at WrestleMania three and then go to WCW NWA beat flair to have to go back to that. Just, ugh, you know, yes, you're right, Jeff. That's a, that's an excellent point. He had just come from the NWA where he had those great series of matches, the trilogy with Ric Flair. And those right. were outstanding. That was almost like Ricky Steamboat won. The IC title was immediately, it was taken off of him because he wanted to go be the family man, which is fine. Him he doesn't going, cheat on his wife. He does not. He could. According he, to his song. He could, because he's a very good-looking man. I should play that song on Shitty Flute. <laughs> <laughs> Save it for next week, dude. All right, all right. That, his, his going back to the NWA and getting that trilogy with Ric Flair was kind of, in my mind, the rebirth of Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Like, he had that lull in the WWF right around, I would say, late 87 going into, like, WrestleMania four. Ricky Steamboat really wasn't doing much. He wasn't going to elevate to that IC title again. He had to He had to move. And he did. He went to the NWA. He won the title there. He won the heavyweight title. That was the rebirth of Ricky Steamboat. Him going back to the WWF and taking on this dragon gimmick was horrible. That was a huge step back for him, in my opinion. Not a fan. Because like you said, Jeff, we were the old school Ricky Steamboat fans. To see him leave the NWA where he was a heavyweight champion... And could have gone on to have a great mid-card run, which he did after he left WWF on the Dragon gimmick that we're talking about now. He went on to have a great mid-card run there. Just to see him take the step back and go into this, I've got very strong feelings about that. And to see this figure come out of him with that gimmick, it's really hard to be objective. But I'll go 7.4. I think that's fair. Uh, it's just I, I hate that gimmick so much. And it has literally made that Ricky Steamboat figure one of my least favorite Hasbros. Agree with you. As I had mentioned, I hated the gimmick. But if I'm looking at that figure, imagine just eight-year-old Jeff walking down the Toys R Us aisle and I see that and not know what wrestling is. And I see that, I'd be like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. You know, I'd be, it would catch my eye. So like you had to pull the objective of the feelings towards the figure. I had to pull that and go, you know what? This isn't a bad figure. Like you had said, if you want the dragon gimmick, then you want to go defining moments. For sure. Yes. Which by the way, is also one of my biggest regrets not purchasing. 
I'd agree. I agree. I same over here. But pulling my feelings aside regarding the gimmick, the wings, the size of the Hasbro, I'm gonna go around yours and go about a six eight on it. Okay, so we're we're kind of in the same ballpark. Yeah, because I wanted to go lower. That was only due to the gimmick. Right. My immediate was response to do like Dave Portnoy did, El Presidente, when he went to Blaze Pizza and found out that LeBron James was the owner of it. 0.0, drop the pizza on the ground. Like that's what I wanted to do with that Ricky Steamboat figure. 0.0, drop the Steamboat figure on the floor, walk away. Drop the mic, you're done. Yeah, trash. But you've got (laughs) to be objective. Correct, correct. So that is Points of Articulation slash Godfather's Hats. And we're going to round out the show right there. If you want to go and hunt down any of those old school toys like LJNs, Gloobs, Hasbros, Just Toys, Bendoms, Defining Moments, or Retros, head on over to Wrestling Toy Tracker before you do and start kind of gauging the average prices sold on eBay. Again, that's all over at WrestlingToyTracker.com. Going to go over the podcasting buddies really, really fast. We got Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Also, Breaker Side Projects. Yes, plural, projects. We got, you know it's fake, right? And the TB Toycast. So check those out. Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Check out their Facebook group, Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast on Facebook, obviously. But check it out. Having a fun, fun banters, banters over there. Lots of memes. I've been, Lots of memes. I got to put up some more memes. I've been slacking lately. You really should. I did post the one where it said John Cena gets accidental boner during match. <laughs> and it had and it had Beavis. And he's all, ah, he's got a boner. You know, <laughs> but check out the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast where they've been putting out two shows each week. So check that out on iTunes. Also, check out our good friends, Sashina and Marco, and the shows they've got going on over there at the Chick Foley Show. We got Justin over at Wrestling Cheers. We got RJ over at Ringside Rant. Marty and Rucker do boot to the face. Tim's pulling up a chair with the fig life. Soda and Ethan are doing In the Marbles pod this week. I heard him talking about some toys, miniature scale cars. It was a fun listen, so check out the In the Marbles pod. And Scott, what you got for Drunk Wrestling History? We're going to be without episodes for the next week or two, unless Eddie decides to drop one that we did of a PWG watch-along. Not going to say which match it was. I will just say that there were thumbs going into buttholes. And I'm going to leave it at that. So It's a hell of a watch along. It really is, dude. It really is. I don't know if Eddie's actually going to drop it because it was a big mishap during the episode. That's why we scrapped it. But uh, we don't have any content. It's getting really hard to get together with these guys and holidays and all that good stuff. But anyway, we've got a big, big back catalog of shows to go through, specifically the roasts, the Valentine's Day episodes. They're all lots of fun. Go check them out wherever you get your podcasts at. We're on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk until Twitter closes. Because we're drunk wrestling history, we're not always accurate, but we're always drunk. Also, check out our buddies, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. Scott, roll call. Yep, going to throw it out to Jason Wolf, Of course, the amazing artist, the amazing custom figure producer, the man himself, Jason Wolf. Give his social medias a follow, the art of Jason Wolf. The dude does amazing work between his artwork. If you need art, he's your guy. And his custom Hasbro figures, those are awesome as well. Go check them out, Jason Wolf and Jeff. That rounds out roll call. And that rounds out episode 357. Scott, we're getting closer and closer to having to pick our top 10. So it's going to be a little bit of a rectum clencher this year. I think it will be. Yeah, lots of good figures. Uh, We're only opening up a little more spot, apparently. Top 11, dude. Spinal tap. Yeah, instead of top 10, we're going top 11. So there's not much wiggle room in there. Got to be spot on. So yeah, time to do some research. 
<laughs> Scott Four, episode 357. Anything else? Stay safe, stay healthy, big license 2016, and happy toy hunting. I want to thank everybody for listening to episode 357. Hashtag Fig Life. Adios. Let's go! Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. With the OGs of WFP. Fully posable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.